This podcast was brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on Sirius XM. From the campus of the University of Pennsylvania Wharton School, this is Career Talk on Business Radio. Here is your host, Dr. Don Graham. Welcome to Career Talk, your career insider. We are here on Business Radio. We are powered by the Wharton School, Sirius XM, Channel 132. Hey, if it's Thursday, noon Eastern, call us throughout the show at 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. I'm your host, Dr. Don Graham. I'm the career director for the Wharton MBA program for executives in Philadelphia. I'm also a licensed psychologist, former corporate recruiter, and author of the new book, Switchers, How Smart Professionals Change Careers and Seize Success. And guess what? The book isn't just for switchers. If you are looking to make any job change, you're going to find some interesting tips and tricks in this book. So highly recommended. Highly biased, but also recommended. Hey, Dream Team in studio, Michelle and Dion, ready to take your calls right now. You can dial right now, 844-942-7866. And getting back to my favorite topic of career switchers, that's what we're going to talk about today. And if you're looking to make a change, this is going to be a really interesting show for you because you're going to hear all about how to potentially gain some experience so that you are a fit for the role you're going for. And you're also going to find out if you don't have that experience, different strategies that you can use to demonstrate to the hiring manager that you have the transferable skills to do this job. So to help us with that today on Career Talk, we welcome Biliana Fry, the co-founder and CEO of Happen Inc., a curated marketplace for job shadowing where trying jobs is as easy as booking a hotel room. Founded in 2018 and based in New York, Hopin Inc. enables people to list, discover, and try different jobs without commitment for a limited period of time. A graduate of the London School of Economics, Biliana is an experienced career switcher herself, having worked in international finance in Hong Kong as an investigator of organized crime in Bulgaria and now a tech entrepreneur in New York. Welcome, Biliana. We're so excited to have you on Career Talk. Hi, Dawn. It's so great to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I, I mean, I, you've done so many things. So you are you are clearly a switcher. So congrats on all the success. But I have to I have to ask about the <laughs> investigated or uh, investigating organized crime in Bulgaria. That is quite the switch. Oh, wow. Well, that was definitely, uh, you know, taking a deep dive. And I actually did that in my gap year when I was uh, only 19. So quite quite a first job, really. I uh, I did it just before university it was it, i guess it runs in the family because my uh my father is in uh, customs uh, anti-money laundering and it's something that i grew up with so the first opportunity i had uh to apply and enter the world of work i really wanted to contribute and and follow in his footsteps so i did that for a year and it was it was an incredible experience yeah that's pretty amazing when i was 19 i think i was working in buster brown in the mall so you're here investigating organized crime in bulgaria <laughs> so so you're clearly very qualified to talk about career switching so let's let's just dive in with what is happen inc and what led you to create this company biliano sure well, it really, despite all these uh, different switches, really the best one that I ever did into a job that I truly, truly loved happened after a one-day job shadowing experience, and this is really what inspired Hopin. Uh, I always say that it's been uh, um, this business has been ten years in the making because that's when I had my job shadowing experience in 2009. It was my first job out of college. I ended up in risk management for a large financial institution doing client file checks day in, day out, uh, literally in the basement, no client interaction until one day I asked my manager, hey, do you think it's going to be possible to see what um, what what interacting with clients is like just, just to mix it up and I think I'll be better at my job uh, and the back end. She was like, sure. I didn't even know it's called shadowing, but I, I spent a day on the front line shadowing a, a wealth manager. I sat in 
two client pitches, and I will never forget the adrenaline of that day. It was just so amazing to hear the to hear the buzz on the floor. I really found my people. I really felt deep down that this is the right team for me, and it was such an obvious fit that they actually offered me a job after this one day. And I switched internally and I built a career in, uh, in asset management for five years for, for entrepreneurs in the UK, which I absolutely loved. So I really sh- should have set up Hopin um, 10 years ago. Of course, that experience for me happened within the same organization. And um, when I was already in my 30s and going through another career switch, I, was, I paused and I was like, wait a minute, why is it not possible to do that to do that externally. Why can't I take five days off and try five different industries or companies and really see how industries have changed, how my skills how, how my skills have changed and what would be an amazing fit at this moment in time. So this is really in a nutshell how Hopin was born to give others that opportunity. It was just beyond me that it doesn't exist, so I set out to do it with my amazing co founder, uh Luke Dirksen, who's my co founder and CTO. Fantastic. Hey, you're just tuning in. We are talking all about the company Hopin Inc., which essentially lets you try jobs and do this for a limited time to see if it's for you. And we're here talking with Biliana Fry, who is the co-founder and CEO, who is a, a switcher herself. But this company, as you mentioned, Biliana, is is long overdue because it's a benefit to the company and to the job seeker because people get to really experience what the job's all about and make a, a decision based on reality versus based on assumption. So if you are a career switcher or you're just thinking, how might I be able to get some experience or, or test out a different job, you're listening to Career Talk on the right day, 844-Wharton, 844-942-7866. We're taking your calls right now. Any and all questions, as you know, Thursdays are always open calls for all of our listeners, 844-942-7866. So I want to take a step back before we talk a little bit more about Hopin. And, you know, you, you mentioned this idea was 10 years in the making. But, you know, in those 10 years, Biliana, the, the career market has has changed. So many things have changed. And, and as you were developing this company, I'm sure that you had to kind of assess the landscape of, of not only how the, yeah. the industries have changed, but how getting a job has changed. So what are some of the observations you've made? So what I've noticed was that there were a lot more resources and information available online. I mean, Glassdoor, for example, is is, is a very famous example. But the problem that didn't solve for me, or for example, companies that show you videos of what companies are like, is that these were always the point of view of someone else. It, you know, a company describing their culture is just so abstract and intangible. You really cannot relate to that just from reading the description or what your friends tell you, what other people tell you about working in a place, that is ultimately always someone else's interpretation rather than your experience of it. And I just think that's so unique and it is absolutely nothing nothing compares to you experiencing a team, a culture, an industry for a day and having that visceral feeling of, is this a good match for me? Do we do we gel? Does this feel right? I just I I really believe we're so intuitive and I knew just from my experience there and then when I did my my, my shadowing 10 years ago that this is the right fit. And in other cases where I went into jobs when when I didn't ask for this proactively on day 1 and actually I think there's there's a book, I think there's scientific research that you know in the first in the first 3 days you know whether you're going to stay on a job which is which is crazy because if you if you end up making the wrong choice it's so inefficient for everyone involved. I mean we spend we spend two thirds of our lives at work, and you just don't want to be—you don't want to be at a place that doesn't feel right. And as an employer, I definitely don't want to have people on the team that don't love um, what they do, and they—and they would rather be somewhere else. Exactly. So it really is. Oh, so that if ensuring that match is really a win-win situation for everyone. Involved. Exactly. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And I think the other thing is there's so many new industries, there's so many new jobs out there that that. You know, people don't even have a sense of what they are because nobody's really done them yet, and they're they're kind of figuring them out as they go. And so, I think the the cool thing about your company, Hop and Ink, is that you have the opportunity to really try it on 
emphasize, we always talk on Career Talk that clarity comes through action. And by that, we mean exactly what you said, Yana, that sometimes what's good for somebody else or what's popular or what your friends or family are suggesting you do isn't really a fit for who you are. And sometimes the only Mm -hmm. way to know that is to try it. Hey, you're listening to Career Talk on SiriusXM Channel 132. You can call us all hour if it's Thursday noon Eastern. At 844-WARDEN, 844-942-7866. And we're going to go right to the phones with Chris in California. Welcome to Career Talk, Chris. What's on your mind today? Thank you, Don. I wish you were on every day because I wait for Thursdays to hear your show. Oh, thank you. I'll, I'll definitely t- Michelle, can we make that happen? Yeah. <laughs> I'm on it. I'm on it. <laughs> Dion might not be able to deal with that many pre-break quizzes, though. I don't know if I can do Wednesdays. <laughs> oh, well, all right. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll do Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, because it wouldn't be the same without the, the dream team. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> What's on your mind today? Okay, so I've spoken to you in the past. I um, have had my own real estate company for a long time, and we just recently sold the company. My partner and I are kind of parting ways, and I'm really ready to do something else. So I am a switcher. Love switchers. So have you figured out what that next step is, or are you in the exploration phase, Chris? Well, one thing I do know is I can't go into an office every day and, you know, I I work really hard. I work 24-7 with what I do now, but I'm able to do it, you know, in my own house. I do have an office, but I've figured out I want to be a remote worker. I want to continue in sales and marketing because that's what I know. And I'm really pretty good at it. Um, so I'm on Indeed. There's a lot of jobs out there and uh, a lot of really good ones. And I'm trying to figure out, I just made a resume, which I haven't had in, you know, 20 years. And um, I have some good skills that are very transferable. But I want to not have people look at my resume and go, oh, she's a, you know, board housewife who's sold a few houses over the last 15 years because that is not the case at all we've run our business like a business um you know with employees and people that work for us and uh goals and financial reporting and you know marketing and social media and all this stuff that goes with it and that's kind of what i want to put out there is don't look at me as a realtor because it's so much more than that I, you know, yeah. My own One, I love what you've already done, Chris, which is identify your red flag. Here's the deal. Anybody who's applying for a job, there's always a red flag that, that they're looking for. And just to give quick background, the first part of the hiring process is all about elimination, not selection. And the brain works very differently when it's in, in elimination mode. It's looking for something that I can easily put my assumption on and knock you out so that I can get down in the top two or three. And so whether it's that, that you're, you're a career switcher that you've you know stayed at home for the last 10 years or something else in your background they're always looking for that elimination point so I'm glad you identified Chris what what yours might be so that you can combat combat it right from the beginning so so great so here's here's the thing everything you just said I love your energy I love that you're very reflective about all the things you bring to the marketplace. My question is, is that consistently reflected in your resume, on LinkedIn, whatever social media you use when you introduce yourself? Do you feel like you have that, that, um, that's how you come across? Because if you start out with, well, I, you know, I'm a realtor and, and that's not how I want you to start. I want you to start with, here's, here's where my value lies and go into all those things you just listed. So can you do that? Can we try that? Can we do that on air? Do you want that's to do that? kind of what I'm thinking. I don't obviously want to be deceptive or how know, is that deceptive safe, though? Hey, don't no, you- what I'm what I'm thinking is I'm not even going to say I'm a realtor. I mean, I'm just going to say I was the co-owner of this company. Perfect. That you know, I did operations, I did the marketing, I you know led the sales team, I did coaching, mentoring, blah blah blah. And not even talk about, because it has nothing to do with real estate. I could sell yes. a plant. It yes. I totally agree. I think we give our power away when we get, we talk about ourselves in titles or companies. Because the first thing somebody does is make an assumption around however they categorize that. Whether you say I'm a realtor 
or a, a lawyer or a doctor, people just assume, oh, this is what I know of doctors and place you into that and assume you can't do anything else. So I love, and it's not deceptive. Here's why it's not deceptive. Because today, it's all about your career story. Who are you? I'm a licensed psychologist. I don't start with that because people would get a completely different idea of who I am. So if you start with your value, versus your title or anything. Now you're wiping away any assumptions and you're giving them the real story. So I love that you're starting with that. And the one thing you need to do is not look at it as deceptive because it's not. All of those things are absolutely true. The title, where you did it, doesn't matter. What matters is what you bring to your next employer and you are confident that you can do all of these things. Biani, do you want to jump in here? I, I know I've kind of been going off on a on a yeah, rant. No, you you gave great advice. Chris, congratulations on selling the business and everything that you are driving internally. I mean, this is such a huge huge achievement and you should be very proud. You have so much to give uh, you know, to your next employer. That, that's, that's going to be terrific. And as Dawn was saying, your personality speaks volumes and I totally can relate about how you could be pigeonholed as, as a certain, uh, in a certain area where, you, where in fact uh, your, your skill is so much wider and, and, and your curiosity is so much bigger. It sounds to me that you really benefit from creating more opportunities where people can see your personality and you have the control of the narrative and your story so things like more frequent networking connect uh, you know now that you've that now that you've exited the business and hopefully we'll have a little bit more free time um, take the opportunity to see who's in your network connect with them over coffee over lunch ask them if you can step in and, and shadow people that you're interested in for a day proactively and and then in turn start asking them who do you think I should meet but yeah just really get in front of people and and make sure that make sure that you experience a bunch of stuff so you find something that really works for you but you can totally do it I know you'll do it you sound fantastic yeah, I love that. I love that energy, Chris. Can we do it on air? Can we do it? Can you tell me? Can I like, pretend I'm just meeting you and you tell me? I say, oh, well, what do you do, Chris? Um, well, I have led a sales and marketing team for the last 15 years and um, was also responsible for all the financial forecasting and helping our people meet their goals and hopefully exceed their goals. Um, and in terms of the marketing, um, we had to sort of stay ahead of our competition and get creative. So we uh, implemented some proprietary programs that were really successful that we were able to package up and kind of uh, give to our competitors for a price. Well done. You didn't use a single title. <laughs> you didn't use your company. <laughs> Bill Yannick, what, what would you say if you've never met Chris and you had no idea she was a, a, in real estate? Well, definitely lead with passionate entrepreneur, able to execute. You use some fantastic language. Just lead with that. You're first and foremost an entrepreneur, and everyone knows that this equals a prolific, passionate problem solver. So definitely lead with, with the story and the fact that you've exited the business. This is so, so, so impressive. Yeah, and oh, and you threw you. some achievements in there. I mean, I think you have you're you have all the components. You have all the energy. You have everything you need. Now it's just about getting the message out there to your network, as Billyana mentioned. So I know it's yeah. super hard to do this stuff on air. And and when you called, you're like, ah, <laughs> I didn't want her to ask me to do that, but it's super brave, which even tells me you are like you're gonna nail it. You're gonna have so many people knocking at your door, Chris, that you're gonna oh, have to call you. back and say, now how do I make a decision about which job I should oh. take. And we'd love to hear oh, from you. you. totally pump me up. Thank you so much. Awesome. Well, we look forward to hearing the good news. Thank you for, for being brave on air. And hey, if you've got a question or maybe you don't want to do that on air, we're okay with that. You can say no. At 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. But I promise we are here to help you. We are here to help you land the job you want, the switch you want. And sometimes it's just a little tweak to your message or to your resume or to how you're interviewing that will make all the difference. And that's why we're here every week to help you do that on Career Talk, Sirius XM, Channel 132, 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. Thursday, noon Eastern. Of course, we're live and we'd love to talk to you. We're we're here with Biliana Fry, who is the co-founder and CEO of Happen, which is a curated marketplace for job shadowing. And trying jobs is as easy as getting a hotel room. So right now, it's only in New York. Do you have plans, Biliana, to expand beyond New York? 
Oh, yes. We can't wait. We have big plans for next year. We already have a, a global wait list, literally, from across America and around the world. And it, it has been, you know, even the two co-founders, even though we're the biggest believers in, in job shadowing and what we're building, it has still been very overwhelming to hear from people all over the world who really relate to the idea and get it straight away. Because ultimately, I think we're all craving to find our purpose, and it's just amazing to see how it how it resonated with people, not just on the shadowing side, but in um, on the business side. At the end of the day, businesses are made up of, uh, of humans, and What's been really fantastic to see is how much value the host gets out of those interactions. Educating someone through explaining how you do things when you host a shadower, you actually see what you do on a, on a day-to-day basis and you look at it from the lens of your shadower. You look at it from a distance. We just had an official from the UN shadowing at Uber, um, at Uber Eats in New York, and um, they both got so much out of it. The Uber host was telling me how they had to do a financial model, and just on the basis of the questions that the UN shadower was asking, they actually changed their process. And on top of that, they did a team lunch, and everyone was fascinated with stories of the project that this UN person was leading in South Sudan. So it's just, it just really feeds the curiosity of, of both sides, and it brings that sharing and access that we're used to in our private lives through social media, through through already companies like Airbnb and Uber who allow us as consumers to come together, but we don't have it in the world of work. This is what we're bringing, that experience and connection and, and, and a pinch of adventure because why shouldn't work be an adventure, right? I love that. Yes, work should be an adventure and a fun yeah. adventure at that. So let's talk a little bit about, because you said this is really hard to, to coordinate um, and on your end, you're coordinating companies, you're coordinating people. So can you give us a quick snapshot of, of who your target audience is? What are what types of jobs are you kind of putting them in touch with? And if somebody wanted to go hop in, you know, what they would expect? Right. So we uh, it's, a, it's a two-sided market marketplace. So we connect shadowers with, uh, with generous hosts, companies, or individuals who are happy to take them. And it all starts with the opportunities to shadow in. So we know we have, we know we have demand, and, and it's a curated platform. So we approach forward-thinking, innovative businesses that uh, we know are more likely to be proud of what they're sharing. We have hosts from Uber, from Away, from City. Um, dig in a sustainable chain restaurant, a lot of exciting small startups that are literally changing the world with their with their uh, projects, Vice Media, Business of Fashion, phenomenal companies. Um, so we curate hosts for you to, uh, to, to have a really broad offering across multiple industries. And when a shadower goes on our website, gohopin.com, they fill in a little onboarding uh, questionnaire where we capture where would you ideally like to shadow in, what industries, what functions, and and then we start making recommendations. We have uh, through, through an algorithm, we send the, the recommendations for you. And what you can expect, of course, the day-to-day of a hip-hop choreographer will be wildly different to the uh, day-to-day of a, a CEO or a operations manager at Uber or a brand manager at Away. But we always recommend um, a little structure of the day to uh, so you can have a consistent experience. You always get one-to-one time with your host, so you can build that relationship. You can understand more about each other um, uh, and and to ask any sensitive questions on a one-to-one basis. Hosts always also try to bring you in on meetings so you can learn from their communication style, but also meet their network. I mean, we we make so many valuable connections uh, uh, from the network of the host that you get exposed to. Sometimes hosts take you to a networking event or a team lunch. So you don't just meet one person. You build a deep relationship with one, with your host, but you, you could meet up to 10 amazing people in a day. Um, and we also recommend giving the shadower a small um, hands-on task just so you as a shadower can really feel what it's like to be in the shoes of that um, of the host. It's not an internship. You definitely don't spend the day working. This task is for your own benefit. And... Um, uh, and then there's always also a one-to-one debrief to really reflect on the day, agree on next steps, and, and decide for yourself, you know, what was the chemistry like? Do you want to stay in touch in terms of a mentor-mentee? Many, many of our of our pairs um, stay in touch. In fact, the majority of them, we've had partnerships spun out of them. We've had friendships. Um, and it's it's just fantastic to see what it's 
what, what a day of, of opening up and, and being authentic and willing to share your expertise and passion with, with another uh, professional is like. Do people um, get jobs from this, Biliana? I mean, I, I think that's not obviously the purpose, but should the relationship develop over time and things go well, has, has, do you track any data on that? We're starting to, and, and I think we'll definitely have better data when we're doing that at scale and, and, and we really have a huge uh, volume. We've only been, the beta has been uh, alive for under a year now. We started, uh, the first six months was research and brand. So, yeah, a, we, we definitely know of cases where people have gotten interviews and they're still going through the process. I would say the main takeaway, even if you are aspiring, even if you're a career switcher and you're, lo- in, and you're looking to do these experiences because you want a job out of it is 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 still learning learning about what's it like making those uh, making those connections and and learning whether you love it or if you don't have a great day eliminate an option so that's the common denominator of everyone that goes on the experiences um as you said uh, not not necessarily getting a job offer at, at the end of it although as i said we've had some exciting cases where where they're um, the, the the shadowers are going through interviews right now yeah, I think that's, and I think you mentioned something that I want to pull out because it's an interesting tidbit and I think a very valuable one, which is sometimes you learn that this job is so not for me. This is nothing what I thought it was like. Um, I had completely different idea about what I would be doing. And, and I think that is hugely valuable because I see a lot of people get very excited about a new idea or a career switch. And when they start getting into it and they've start invested in it and they're, they're talking to their network and they've revised their resume, they really start to say, wow, this this isn't as well paid as I thought. This isn't as much people interaction as I thought. This is much more spreadsheet and administrative work than I thought or whatever it is. And I think that's so important that people walk away from a shadowing experience even if they say this isn't for me, that that to me is a day well spent. Hey, you're just tuning in. You're listening to Career Talk on Sirius XM Channel 132. We are here with Biliana Fry, who is the co-founder and CEO of Happen, which is a curated marketplace for job shadowing. She's also a career switcher herself, and she's sharing all about her new company, Happen Inc., which allows you to try jobs for a limited amount of time. And and beyond it, who who is this for? Is this for 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 new college grads? Is you know, do you have a general audience that you target to? We, yes, we actually really target experienced professionals. Uh, it's born out of a personal pain point that my co-founder and I had. We set the business in our uh, in our thirties, and it was really after this realization that. You, after you've worked for a couple of years, you're supposed to have figured it all out, and you're you no longer have opportunities for internships. It seems like the majority of career advice is targeted to college students. And listen, we really believe that job shadowing is beneficial at all ages. And at some point, we definitely see expanding the market to a college population or even high school students. But right now, we really want to solve. Uh, we really want to solve this problem for connecting and connecting and empowering um, experienced professionals to either go and learn from someone else and, and, and get that spark on their current job or find their next step. Yeah, if if um, if you're out there and you have it all figured out in terms of your job, please call me because I really want to talk to you. I, I think it's yeah, a great point. I, I, the host, if you figured if you figured it out, if you love your job, show other people what it's like to get up to work completely buzzing and energized. And I genuinely think if you love your job, you have superpowers and you can achieve so much more. So we're really passionate about through getting more people to have that spark at work. Do do more, solve bigger problems. I think society will be so much better after we realign everyone to their true passions and skills. Yeah, you're you're spot on with that. And hey, that's what Career Talk's all about. If you want something new, different, or you're not getting to where you want to be because there's an obstacle, that's what we're here to help you clear out every Thursday live, 844-942-7866. So give us a call right now and ask us your questions. But it's time for our pre-break quiz. Quiz. There's a quiz. Queen Elizabeth may be the ultimate career switcher. Prior to her current reign, she worked as this during World War II. 
think you know, give us a call at 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. What did Queen Elizabeth do in World War II? You're listening to Career Talk, Sirius XM, Channel 132. We'll be right back. You're listening to Career Talk on Business Radio, powered by the Wharton School. Here again is Dr. Don Brand. Wondering if you should stay or go? You're listening to the right channel, Career Talk on Sirius XM, channel 132. I'm your host, Dr. Don Graham. And hey, if you've not checked out my TEDx talk yet, you can just do that by Googling TEDx and Don Graham. And if you missed the pre-break quiz, here it is. Queen Elizabeth may be the ultimate career switcher prior to her current reign. She worked as this during World War II. If you think you know, give us a call at 844-942-7866. So hey, whether a founder for a day, a product manager for a week, Hoppin Inc. connects people with opportunities to experience jobs to learn, to network, to explore new career paths, all of these things. And today we're here with the co-founder and CEO of Hoppin Inc., Bilyana Fry. Bilyana, where can people learn more about Hoppin? We were very fortunate that we recently had an amazing feature in uh, Forbes. So definitely Google Hoppin, try any job Forbes. That kind of tells the full story. You can learn more about it. Jump on the website, go hoppin.com. We're just about to uh, launch our blog series with more detailed features of our amazing shadowers and hosts and what they've gotten out of their days. Uh, you can also sign up uh, for our Instagram and Twitter accounts, HQ. Still waiting for the person that's holding go. Hop in if you're listening. Please hand us over the domain. Um, yeah, stay tuned. Stay tuned. We're literally adding hosts on a weekly basis and, as I said, growing uh, uh, on to the West Coast next year. But if you're listening and if you, if you think it's, it's a great idea and we're, in, we're not in your city, start the movement yourself. If you're applying for a job you, um, or you have a friend that's doing something interesting, reach out. Ask them if you can do that. Make it easy for them to say no by offering proactively to sign an NDA, um, use the tips that I gave you, give them a little bit of structure, take me to a couple of meetings, let's grab coffee, I'll, I'll do a couple of tasks for you to help you out, I'll sign an NDA if you need me to. Make it easy for people to say yes, and and let's start this revolution together. Fantastic. So we're going to go right back to the phones here on Career Talk, going to Megan in Connecticut. Welcome to the show, Megan. What's on your mind today? Hi. Great show, and I love your concept, um, I, your business concept. I just had a question regarding monetization. So how are you monetizing your offering? And this one goes right to you, Biliana. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. So this is very much like the Airbnb model. You pay not to spend time in someone's accommodation, but in their business, um, hosts get paid to uh, to be shadowed. So far, most of the experiences are between hundred to three hundred dollars for a day, and we take um, we take a commission on that. So it's very much a marketplace model, and this is to this is to reimburse uh, the hosts a little bit for their time. A lot of them are experienced okay. leaders, yeah, and, and and CEOs, and that doesn't reflect their time, but it's and they a lot of them donated to a charity as well. But this is the business model for now. So is there um, plans, Biliana, as you grow to shift that to more of the companies? Because I imagine that, you know, as this as this expands, chances are they're going to get maybe some great hires or leads out of this, which, you know, can save them a lot of money in terms of advertising and recruiting. That's a great question, Dawn. You know, we're a startup, we're growing, things are changing all the time, and we uncover new uh, opportunities in, in which we can take this business. So uh, the, the, we definitely have several different avenues in mind. Uh, the, the, the concept is so unique, and we're getting so many hits on the website that we've definitely seen the popularity of our hosts grow with us, and we've had our hosts approached as speakers or for partnerships and an increased number of job applicants because of this additional visibility that we provide and, uh, and this really authentic employer branding that we, that we enable for them through sending people within the company. 
company, uh, there's, there's opportunities to take it in many different places. We're very, very passionate. At the end of the day, this is about learning. Learn what's out there. Break barriers across industries. Um, so we, so kind of we, instead of getting, it's it's kind of like a, a paid course, if you will, if you look at it that way. So I'm I'm paying not yeah. for an online course or for yeah. a um you know something like that, but I'm paying for a day in in the life. And so it's it's yeah, it's kind of a different way to look at that. Megan, great question. Thank you for calling us on Career Talk. And um, right now, this is only in New York. So Billiana, let's kind of shift to talk about. If people don't have access to this right now because they don't, they live outside the area or maybe they don't mm-hmm. have the money to pay for it right now. Yeah. I think, I think the concept of job shadowing and getting experience through, through doing is so important. So what are some other ways people can do this? Well, first of all, look around your company. Are there teams you're curious about? Job titles that mean nothing to you, but you're intrigued by, or you will benefit from understanding what a certain colleague does. It does. Like, there's no reason, if you ask, especially for an internal job shadowing day, that your manager shouldn't help you organize this. So, I would bring this up. If 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 you're curious about a different part of the company, definitely bring this up immediately in your next one-to-one. It's an. It should be an easy ask. If it isn't, I'll question the the, uh, the culture of the company because uh, it should be about learning and support uh, at the at the very uh, foundation of it. Then I would look. Yeah, into- can I can I stop you there because I, yeah. I I think you brought up a really good imp- an important point that I want to. Yes, it should be, but let's like mm-hmm. in a lot of companies. Let's just face it; it's not a boss is going to not want to lose you for a day and they are going to be now suspicious that you're looking to do something new. So I, right. I want to go back to something you said mm-hmm. that when you asked to shadow, because you made it a win-win, and I think this is a really important thing to to do when you ask your boss. You, you said something along the lines of, I think if I understand the customer better, I can do my yeah. job better. And you had a specific around that. And I think for those who are worried about asking about shadowing, I think if you can come up with how it's a win-win in terms of you're learning something and you're you're able to bring that back to your job, I think that is going to to be a better approach. So I wanted to point that out yeah, because that's a great it's point, important. That's, that's a great point. I, I, I do... I hear what you're saying and I, I, I'd like to think that these are a minority uh, managers and uh, you would be surprised by the reaction of, of your managers. I genuinely believe that I speak to so many um, talent leaders and the big challenge they have is how do you how do you keep talent engaged? How do you keep you um, how do they keep your, their teams motivated, learning, growing? Um, so I, I think you might be surprised because people are sitting on the other side thinking, how, what can I do for you? And if you're maxed out on salary, on your title, they can't send you on, on, on another Excel spreadsheet course and, and expect that this is an interesting learning experience for you. So you could, you'd be surprised. You could actually be uh, helping them figure out, figure out how to keep you engaged mm-hmm. and uh, you might be giving them the, the answer. I definitely like your point, telling it as a way that this is going to improve your performance on the job. It 100% will. And a different perspective, bringing back, again, if it's an internal job shattering experience, understanding how the business works, understanding a different product, how to liaise with a different team. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's super, so, so valuable. super important. I yeah. totally agree. We've been talking about shadowing, um, and I realize we've not, we've been, Michelle had a question on this. Yeah, I do. Um, Viviana, I want to know kind of what these experiences look like. I mean, if you're going to shadow someone, I've never done it before, but if you're going to do it, what's the day like? Are you sitting quietly watching what goes on or are you interacting and asking questions? How does that work? And I I think we need to define this more generally. I know Hopin has a a format, but most people aren't going to have access to that. So so if somebody is shadowing, how do you get the most out of it, Viviana? Yeah, great question. Great question. Definitely by getting um, a really diverse, get, getting representation of different aspects of the role of whoever you're shadowing. So as I, as I said, just help them out. If they haven't hosted before, just say, hey, can I shadow you for a day? Let's grab coffee at the beginning. You can tell me what you have going on, what meetings, set the context a little bit, and then I'll run with it. I'll sit on a couple of meetings. You'll give me a couple of tasks. I'd love to grab lunch with you and your colleagues. 
colleagues take you out. Just like do your do your usual routine, and then we'll debrief in the afternoon, and and that's gonna be it. So. Um, uh, in, in, yeah, what you, what you can expect, again, as I said, it's going to vary from industry to industry. Uh, a lot of hosts try to plan for the day. Uh, we, had, uh, we have a CBD founder host, uh, gentleman, CEO of Verboten. She was going to be shadowed by an angel investor who wanted to uh, understand better the day-to-day of entrepreneurs so can, she can better support her investment companies. And the founder had a beautiful day planned, which basically went out of the went out of the window in the first 15 minutes. Uh, they received a new product delivery. It was mislabeled, so that threw off client conversations, deliveries, marketing materials they had to work on, and the whole day turned about uh, crisis management, speaking to the manufacturers, apologizing to clients, getting hands-on with relabeling stuff. Actually, and, I would think that's the best day you could shout out because that. That is reality. That is is the best day. Both had incredible reviews. The founder was felt so supported to have um, another another experienced professional uh, helping out and, and and seeking counsel throughout the day. And the and the uh, investor was like, "Wow, we all know that entrepreneurs have to put out fires." on a daily basis, but I literally lived it. I saw it. I, we went through the agenda, and it, with item one, it all went out of the window. That is, so, that is a fantastic example, Viliana, because yeah. that, is, that is exactly what you want to see. Hey, have you got a question about shadowing? You're listening to Career Talk Series 6 M 132-844-942-7866. If it's Thursday, we're live right now. And here's, here's a challenge to, to those of you who are listening. And I know everybody works in different size companies and um, has different jobs, but if you have the opportunity to shadow in your company or if you're thinking about a different job, you can often learn a lot right in your backyard, even if it's not for a full day. Even it's like, hey, can I go to some of the staff meetings that are every other week on this team? Can I can I, um, you know, show up to one of the client meetings? It doesn't have to be a full day. And the only thing that I think you need to do is be flexible. Be flexible with somebody else's time. Be flexible with, you know, let them tell you how much time they have, they don't have. Let them tell you what day is going to work best for them. Come with questions. Don't expect them to teach you. Come prepared with all the things you want to know. Be curious and do the work for them because I I can guarantee this is not only a great way to learn about a job, but it is a great way to build your network in the company. And sometimes investing for a few hours and finding out that it's something you don't want to do can be the best time you're going to spend. Hey, you're listening to Career Talk Sirius XM Channel 132. We're here with Beliana Fry, whose company Happen Inc. gives you the opportunity to try out jobs if you're in the New York area. So I do want to talk, Biliana, about um, let's just say that you, you want to make a career switch and you don't have experience doing the exact work. Transferable skills are a huge part of what makes switchers successful. So how can somebody somebody convince a hiring manager that they can do the job if they don't have the exact experience? Great question. Um, I personally, as someone that has shifted between industries, I think having that different point of view is actually a big plus and it's so much more valuable because innovation is born out of uh, mixing different things and having having a diverse thought process, a diverse team and, and a different perspective. So personally for me as an employer, that's a plus to everyone else that's, that is listening. Really, really sell um, your experiences and show, show that you're proactive Active and that you're curious about what you're applying for. Show that you understand it. Um, you know, we our team is growing. We interview people all the time, and uh, it, it absolutely doesn't matter that you might have not worked in technology specifically or education. But show that you're passionate about it. That you're reading on the subject. That you're picking up. That you've 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 read everything on the website, and you're not asking really obvious questions. Show that you've taken the initiative and you've put in the time and you've, al- you've already made the mental switch into, into that new industry, even if your feet are still in your old job or, or old industry. It really, really shows when someone is proactive and they've taken the time to understand, uh, to understand the landscape. And 
it's it's obvious when someone has already crossed that line and the job offer is the final thing that 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 makes the actual uh, crossing of the line but you can demonstrate that through knowledge and and enthusiasm and understanding of the landscape and the company i totally agree i call that commitment show you've already made a commitment and that could be you could do that in a lot of ways you could you can volunteer you can maybe get a certification maybe you do your own project or you you shadow somebody in in other departments to learn more about it but i call it commitment and here's the deal I, I've hired a lot of people and I hire based on hunger and that's that's what you're describing, Biliana, that, yeah, that you're yeah. hungry to do mm-hmm. the job. I know whoever is going to work on my team, I'm there's gonna be a level of training no matter what. And that's that's something I'm gonna have to invest no matter what your background. And I'm willing to do that if I see somebody's got the hunger, somebody has done their homework, somebody has has shown me that they've they've got a runway of having invested in this career and this is what they really want to yeah. do. And if you do all of those things, then you're going to have a great shot at mm. convincing a hiring manager. Because here's the deal. I don't I don't care if you've been in sales for 10 years. That doesn't mean you did a great job in sales. Maybe you were the lowest salesperson <laughs> in every job you've had. So, yeah, so being in, in sales for 10 years doesn't help me. What I need to know is that you're hungry and you are committed to doing this and that, you know, Networking, as we've talked about earlier, is a great way. You have referrals who are willing to put up their social capital to back you. All of those things are going to make me really pay attention to you. Hey, 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. I know Dion's wondering what Queen Elizabeth did before she was the queen. Well, I know what she didn't do. Well, <laughs> what, what did she do? We're going we're gonna to answer this pre-break quiz. What, she's the ultimate switcher. What, what did she do? She's the ultimate switcher. Well, yeah, she is the queen. I mean, she's the ultimate so, everything. So it's I, like from something like non-queenish to yeah. like queen is, is what you're telling me. She's <laughs> the ultimate switcher, right? She's a non. It was a non-queen it was a activity. Non-queen activity. I would I would categorize it as how, non. How long? I feel like I should know this answer. I mean, I lived in London <laughs> and I watched The Crown, and now now I really want to know. I, I have not watched The Crown, but I'm I'm guessing this part was left out. I don't know. I I really haven't well, watched. You know, it. I didn't watch The Crown. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> Dion doesn't watch anything. At least not. Not anything that I watch. Um, um, okay, so it's so it's a non-queen job. I was going somewhere with that. Now I, I can't I can't think of where I was going. Um, it's so non-queen. Okay, okay. Extreme non-queen. Okay, okay, wow. okay extreme non-queen. All right. Um, yeah. I'm gonna say she was a, a seamstress. No, that is. I mean, mm. okay. Not a bad answer. Not bad. Not a bad answer. Um. <laughs> oh wait, it's the it's on the turning. it's nope. on the cusp of being right. No, it's not even close to being <laughs> right. Okay, <laughs> just I'm gonna go lower. It's, it's, that's the most non-queen answer. It's, it's, it's not the most non-queen, but you know. I'm gonna say she was a cleaning lady. Nope. That's I'm glad, the most non-queen. I'm glad that that's wrong because because no. that, that's what I was thinking. And I just I went away from it. No, she. This is the most non-queen answer. Worst clues ever. Oh come on! She was like a garbage woman. Mechanic. She's a mechanic. No. Yeah. What was that? <laughs> I didn't even know what that noise was. So her, she, during World War II, she's then teenage Princess Elizabeth, heiress to the throne, was so eager to join the armed forces. Finally, her father, King George, let her, and. She passed the military driving test, donned a pair of coveralls, and trained in London as a mechanic and military truck driver. Wow. Huh. I yeah. feel like this wasn't in the crown. Wasn't yeah, on the I, crown. I, I, I was just going there. I was going to say, yeah, I doubt it was in the crown, but um, you have to admit, that's a lot more non-queen than than you, your that's answers. That's badass. Yes. Yeah, cool. Oh, that should have been my hint. Day. It was badass. Yes. That's that, way that, more on. That, that would have been more helpful. Liana, yeah, you're, you're upstaging <laughs> me here on my poor clues, but but that's um, pretty easy to do, apparently, yeah. according to Deanne. But here, I thought this was a fun fact. Um, despite being history's most widely traveled head of state, visiting 116 countries during her reign, Queen Elizabeth does not hold a passport. Since all British passports are issued in the Queen's name, she doesn't need one. That's I amazing. Say, she, I, f- 
I, it seems like that makes sense, though. Like, you're the queen. I know, Why but... Why would like, you need a passport? I, don't, I know. I thought that would be a global thing, not just a queen thing. Like, it's kind of like um, global entry, though. It only works for me in the U.S. Like, I don't have global entry. So it's like, it, it's weird. Like, she's that it works everywhere. She's in... Yeah. Yeah, it is weird. That's yeah. like also badass. I have to tell you a fun fact, but basically this, uh, th- this job that I shadowed at, it was in the Queen's Bank in London. It's called Coots. And we had an ATM machine in Buckingham Palace. Oh, wow. wow. Nice. So you got <laughs> the insider scoop. Did you know the Queen didn't have a passport? I did not know that. No, no, that's definitely. I'm learning a lot here. I feel like I need to go back to London and start all over again. I know. It's, I know. We 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 definitely make sure everybody leaves career talk with some <laughs> some really interesting things to talk about at their weekend parties. Interesting. That's, yeah. What we say? Doing an amazing job. All right. Some I, really I, random, quirky, quirky, random things. Interesting things. was pushing it. All right. Fine. <laughs> Every now and again, they are interesting. I think. Eight four four nine four two seven eight six six. You're listening to Career Talk. We're here with Bilyana Fry, who is the CEO and co-founder of Hopin, where you can try a job for a day to see if you like it. And this is available in New York, but hopefully will be spread to other parts of the U.S. and globe soon. So, hey, um, let's talk a little bit again about about career switchers who are struggling to identify how they can fit. Um, one of the things I really like and is sort of related to what Hopping does is, is I don't think people really take into account how doing a contract role or temporary jobs are a great way to get your foot in the door. One, there's a lot less competition. Two, they're they're quicker to hire. And three, you get to meet everybody. So, you know, what are your thoughts on some creative ways to kind of get your foot in the door, Biliano? I think that's a great point, Dawn. Uh, and it's been amazing to see so many uh, businesses that support flexible work and support people who, as you said, want to get their foot in the door or want to try consulting work and uh, either to test an industry or to get more flexibility. Uh, also, a lot of uh, companies that specifically support um, uh, support uh, women in that space. So there's two great companies that spring to mind, Be The Upside and, and Second Shift as well. So loads of resources uh, out there for, for job searchers to try. I, I think it goes back to what we discussed a few minutes ago. Package your experience. Package your experience in a way that is transferable. Learn. There's so many resources how, how you can start. It's so uh, Everything new sound, can sound so intimidating and can really feel like climbing a mountain. Oh, my God, I've had a full-time job for 10 years. How, what does it mean to be a consultant? And it can start with a Google search. It can start with connecting with someone else who is a consultant already and can, uh, and can, and can help you, guide you through that process downloading a set of materials like putting a pretty proposal together and, and a pricing structure and then just seeing what happens you'd be amazed it just all starts with a single step exploring it and, and, and taking it a step at a time so you you take away what might sound intimidating and going back to uh Going back to the experience, this is, this is something that we're very passionate about. When you remove the mystery of something, be it part-time work, consulting, or what a CEO does, and when you, when you break it down in small little steps, you get that feeling of, I, I can do that too. And it's very, very empowering, just a step at a time. If you're curious about something, get that Google search going, check out your network, and just take action. But it, it all starts with action. Well said, Biliana. I totally agree. Clarity comes through action. And here's the thing. If you're looking for a path, if you're looking for somebody to take your hand and guide you, you are going to be waiting a long time. Things are moving really quickly. The market is changing. But here's the beauty. You have the power to create the situations you want. You have the power to go shadow tomorrow if you take the steps to invest. You have the power to create your own internship. You don't have to find it online. You have the power to gain your own experience by volunteering. Yes, all these things take time and effort and you have to ask people for their help. All of those things can be very intimidating. But if you have the courage to do that, there are very few things that you can't gain access to in this world in terms of your career. And if you need a little help, you know what? You can check out my book, Switchers. It's also a LinkedIn learning course. It's called Switching Your Careers. Walks you through at a 
the steps to make those things a reality. Hey, you've been listening to Career Talk. I want to thank Beliana Fry, who is the CEO and co-founder of Hoppin Inc. for being here with us today. Of course, all of our listeners and callers, we are here live for you every Thursday. And Michelle and Dion, you guys always make this show fun, even when my pre-break quizzes aren't. So (laughs) don't forget to check me out on Twitter at Dr. Don Graham. And you can always check out past episodes of Career Talk under Dr. Don on Careers on iTunes and Google Play. And we'll see you next time. For more insight from Business Radio, please visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu. 